You are now listening to the Prescription for Trauma podcast. We help young black men identify their trauma and go from forgiveness to freedom. We deep dive into scripture, self-assess, and share experiences, all while helping you establish and continue your legacy. Please welcome your host, Peter Gashoke. What's up, everybody? Uh, hey, 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 hey. What's what's going on, y'all? What's what's going on, everybody? I am so thankful that you tuned in today. Uh, hey, y'all, when I drop a podcast, I make it as best as I can. And today, uh, that expectation holds true. Uh, we're going to be talking about generational wealth. Generational wealth. Uh, I love it, guys. Uh, I'm, again, I always want to help you. Um, continue your family legacy and continue your legacy. Uh, and we're going to talk heavily about generational wealth. All right, y'all. Uh, so, so let's, let's, let's describe, really define what, what in the world I'm talking about. So as you know, uh, the, this is the prescription for trauma podcast where we go from forgiveness to freedom. We identify our trauma and go from forgiveness to freedom. But, and, and that's like a spectrum, right? Of like many different kinds of, um, that's a spectrum of healing and uh, for one, identifying your trauma and like, he, and then healing it, all right? Healing it is a major event. Uh, and then moving forward from that place of trauma, all right? And then finally stepping into your God-given purpose, uh, but today we're going to be on the beginning side of that spectrum, all right? And so so <clears throat> when you have when you have a trauma, why do you want to deal with it? It's like why is this so urgent? Like wh- what does this what why do you even want to be aware of your trauma? Why why do you want to be aware of your behavior? All right guys, we don't want to change like what I, what I mean by that is like you want to make effective changes in your life, right? And you want to you want them to be so effective that they they make you have good results. So, so let's talk about that a little bit today, all right? So, I want here's here's the main takeaway, right? We pass down traumas via learned behavior. Anytime that you have a behavior, it's not taught with a T, it's not taught. Instead, it's caught. You pick it up, right? You pick up the behavior. Like nobody's gonna, you know, show you, you know, like so. So all right, because look, right? When you when you live in an an environment such as a hood, whatever goes on in that hood influences you, whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, whether whether you are aware of it or not. Your environment influences your behavior because you 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 catch different things like you catch different behaviors. You catch how how they talk. You catch how they walk. You catch how how they dap each other up. You catch um, how they wear their pants and how they wear their kicks and what kind of kicks that they wear. And I right, I want you to know this, guys. Some of that behavior 
that you copy is negative, but then some of that behavior is positive. That's for you to figure out. Um, and I would rather have you figure out the negative behavior that you have caught and then eliminate it. Um, but today we're going to be talking about some of the more positive behaviors that you can pass. That's why the episode is called Generational Wealth. Um, so, so because we're gonna because we're gonna be talking about the wealth that you can pass down. All right, y'all. Hey, and check it out. So when I say pass down, I'm talking about pass down to your bloodline. All right, y'all. I want you to take family very seriously. I want you to take um, um, your biological dad and your biological mom very seriously. Um, and if you don't have that, uh, I really, 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 really sympathize for you from the bottom of my heart. I really do. Uh, I also want to. I want. I also want you to to consider your 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 past bloodline, and then you in your bloodline, and then your future bloodline. I think that when I say bloodline, it, it creates a more personal effect on you um, because it's your bloodline. It's it's your family. It's like the your 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 family family. All right. So hey y'all, some some of some of us right, we have uh, friends that have turned into brothers. We have all all kinds of people that have uh, turned into uh, family uh, in our lives, but. For this episode and really for this podcast, I'm talking about your dad, your mom, uh, your siblings, and then your future kids. All right, let's keep it in the family right here. As a child, it made me feel a lot better. So as I'm describing generational wealth to you, these are just examples and like maybe your house was a little bit different, but that's the thing I'm trying to help you to understand is that you got to pick uh, some aspect of generational wealth that you can pass down or that you can start, all right? So if you didn't come from like a family, maybe you had a bunch of trauma and like that, all that trauma just kept on repeating about your generations and about your bloodline. Like you, I, I saw a nice quote the other day. It said, it ran in the family until it ran into me. One more time. It ran in the family until it ran into me. That just means that if you had like a trauma that ran in the family, well, it ran into you. So in the sense that you're going to stop that generational trauma, all right, and start a generational blessing. And so I wanted to take this chance to give you a few kinds of examples of, of things that you can, positive things, positive behaviors, positive habits that you can pass down, uh, uh, down to, that you can start, right? And it's not like you need to have like a husband, you know, uh, a wife or whatever, a kid. You, you don't need to have that. Like positive habits and positive behaviors, those, of course, start with you. And like you can impact your com you can impact your family, especially um, uh, the folks that you live with today. So, of course, back to what I was saying, one of, one of the good wealth to pass down is family values. All right. For example. In your family, you guys eat at the dinner table together, all right? Boom, 7.30, it's time. Everybody comes to the dinner table and, and they eat as a family, all right? Uh, maybe you guys got um, one of those, um, what is it called? Island kitchen tables. I love those, by the way. Uh, maybe you guys got a square table. Maybe you got a wooden table. 
Maybe you got any any kind of table, any kind of dinner table that you got, whatever shape it may be, whatever height it may be, um, you guys eat at that dinner table together. Maybe you have multiple dinner tables. Maybe you have uh, uh, maybe you have a, a major crib. All right, you got a dinner table upstairs and downstairs. But the point is, when the time comes, your whole family, like you guys, are like eating at the dinner table together. Um, and that's a family value, all right? So, it, like, if you do that multiple years in a row, like, if you had, like, a dad that, like, um, really encouraged everybody to, to to eat at the dinner table together, that's a family value that he had. Uh, another family value. You guys go on. There could be so many of them, all right? And we'll get into a different kind of category of generational wealth. But going on vacation together, uh, maybe, yeah, so, I mean, we did that in my family, right? So go, many, it's it's really, really, really positive um, for you to go uh, uh, on vacations together, uh, for you guys to uh, go to some resorts together, to go to some um, uh, Airbnb or some hotel or some kind of a trip together, all right? Uh, all right, one practical one that I'll share with you me and my family, uh, we always go hiking together. And really, I'm sharing this one because even the extended family comes to the hiking trips that we do. Uh, we, <clears throat> we we live uh, near the mountains, right? And so we just go hiking up there, right? We just put on our boots, get some, pack some water and some um, uh, portable lunch. We, we, we go hike, we go hiking up there and like we just spend a few hours at the top of the mountain amongst each other's company, amongst each other's presence, and 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 we just kind of fellowship up there. That's a family value. That's a family value um, that, that we have, right? So a family value is like a quality. It's like a really personal quality, all right? Uh, we eat together. We go on vacation together. We pray together like we did. Uh, and some of the ones... Another family value is 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 housekeeping. All right, um, so in your house, you guys could value uh, cleaning and cooking, um, and in general housekeeping, such that you you just you know keep the house clean and stuff. Um, those are some of the regular <clears throat> uh, tasks that you do. Um, of course, maybe maybe your um, uh, mom told you to I don't know. Uh, make your bed or to um, wash the dishes. Those are all family values as well that that are just as good, if not better, than going on vacation and uh, praying together. Another family value that I wanted to talk, hey, yo, how you guys make food. Hey, some, somebody make some bomb ch- uh, ugali, you know what I'm saying? Some bomb choma, you know what I'm saying? Some rice, oh man. Oh, some somebody makes uh, uh what what else we got anyway some some nyama choma you know and then the ugali is there uh what what else uh, nyeni all right <laughs> some of you know how to make nyeni yo some some of you know how to make it the other day uh, uh I was um, um eating some ugali bro it was the it was the, some of the best ugali I, I ever ate bro um, another, another, so, so what I mean by family recipes as a value is that like, maybe you guys value cooking, value it so much that you will take like a family recipe and then you like 
give that recipe to the next generation of your family, all right? Um, so those are all examples of generational wealth, all right? Um, and another th area that I wanted to touch base really, 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 really quickly is um, real estate. <laughs> all right, this wasn't in the podcast notes, <laughs> all right? But I'm going to share with you all anyways. Um, so you guys can like fi fi find out how to uh, buy and hold a property uh, and then um, the tenant that you are renting to, they pay you rent to like live there. Uh, and basically, theoretically, like that. So so like when you have a child, like you can pass down that property to your heir, right? To your son or to your daughter. Um, just as a word of caution, um, real estate is a very um, dangerous market and it does require a mentor. Please get a mentor uh, if you want to invest in real estate. Um, finally, as we come to a close here, I wanted to take this special moment to introduce you all to the DISC index. All right. The DISC assessment is a personality, excuse me, not really a personality. It's actually a, a behavioral profile that measures your your preferred behavior all right it measures how you prefer to use your talents <clears throat> based on your natural behavioral style um so the disc has four qualities one for the d the i the s and the c uh, all right so the d measures how you tend to approach problems and make decisions the i measures how you tend to interact with others and share opinions the S measures how you pace your environment. The C measures your preference for established protocols and standards. Uh, basically, um, there are four types of of behaviors, and and those are those are them, right? So the DISC index says that we actually have all four of those. It's just that we have a strong preference for one or two. So what does the disc index have anything to do with trauma? Well, it's because of the element of awareness, all right? It's about being aware of your own behavior so that you can put yourself in situations and in, in situations and in environments where you will operate best in. Okay? So the D has their preferred environment, the I has their preferred environment. The S has their preferred environment. The C has their own preferred environment. So again, so let me just read read it to you. Research conducted by Intermetrics shows that the most successful people share the common trait of self-awareness. They recognize situations that will make them successful, and this makes it easy for them to find ways of achieving objectives that fit their behavioral style. They also understand their limitations and where they are not effective. Amen. Not effective. And this helps them understand where not to go or how not to be as well. I love it. Those who understand their natural behavioral preferences are far more likely to pursue the right opportunities in the right way at the right time and get the results that they desire. Yeah, so, so of course... Uh, how does the DISC assessment have anything to do with generational wealth as well? Um, well, to be honest, in my family, we have a few Ds in the family. <laughs> Can you imagine? I shared the DISC assessment um, to a few folks in my family, and it turns out that we have a few Ds. And guess what? Hey, the apple didn't fall too far from the tree. 
I have I'm I'm a D myself and it just shoot I couldn't even believe. So so in my family we have the D behavior that seems to be the dominant one in my family. And and so I'm I just happen to be a D as well. So I just wanted to mention like <clears throat> behaviors have all kinds of um, motivations, but for the most part um, an I breeds an I, a D breeds a D, an S breeds a C, and the and the and the S breeds a S. But of course, it's really powerful when you are aware of how your behavior shows up in your in your family, because once once again, behavior is more um, caught than taught. So, like oftentimes. Uh, you pass down a certain behavior to your family because it's strong within you. So when you find out a behavior that's strong within you, well, you you are very likely to pass down that same behavior. But then the opposite is true when we talk about um, other other like negative behaviors because sometimes you can pass down a trauma. Um, and 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 like the disc index can help you like really identify it too. And finally, I wanted to leave you all with a amazing, amazing, amazing scripture. It's Proverbs chapter thirteen, verse twenty-two. Says this: a a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up by the righteous. I hope that y'all caught this one. It couldn't it couldn't be more fitting to talk about generational wealth. All right, this scripture couldn't be more fitting to today's theme of generational wealth. Let me read another translation. Good people leave an inheritance to their grandchildren, but the sinner's wealth passes to the godly. Another one says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. Another translation says, A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is, is laid up for the just. Another one says, um, Another one says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his grandchildren, uh, but the sinner's wealth is stored up by the is stored up for the righteous. So, all right, so what what is the scripture saying, right? Well, if you haven't noticed that every single scripture, like every single uh, version of this one verse, it says children's children or grandchildren. In other words, I want you to notice that it always talk about two generations after you. All right, get it. Your grandchildren, not your children, but your grandchildren. Your, and then, of course, the other translations say your children's children. Another verse, another translation says, If you obey God, you will have something to leave to your ch grandchildren. If you don't obey God, those who live right will get what you leave. I love this scripture so much because it talks about generational wealth. And it talks about leaving an inheritance. So many of you, the mistake that many of us millennials make is that we look for like little temporary things to pass down to our grandchildren. 
I don't know what in the world you're doing. When you look at your kicks, all right, and your iPhone, and you think that you're going to pass that down to your children's children. Like, no, that's going to, like, fade out really fast. But those values that I talked about earlier, like family values, those are the ones that, those are the ones that you're going to pass down to your family. So I really want to encourage you to identify what's, what behaviors and what values you're passing down. Now, in the, in the next, um, then we talked about like things such, like things such as real estate, investment properties that you can pass down. Those are all fantastic things. Uh, in other words, like it can be money that you're passing down, but it can also be wealth, wealth, wealth and riches aren't, to, aren't the same thing. Rich is like only money, whereas wealth is like behavior, habits, values, and it includes money. So I, I also want to encourage you all to ident- uh, distinguish between uh, being rich and being wealthy. I know 10 times out of 10, I want to be wealthy. Um, and finally, uh, I hope that this episode blessed your life. Um, I just want to close by giving you all some practical action steps Again, identify what you want to pass down to your family. You can start now. Amen. You can start now. It doesn't have to be, you know, when I get a girl, uh, I'm going to pass down X, Y, Z. When I get a kid, I'm going to pass down X, Y, Z. Do you not know that, like, right now is your training ground? Right now is your practice? And, like, right now is, like, when you're developing yourself, when you're doing personal development? That we, and taking the DISC assessment, guys, that's another really practical action item. Uh, I wanted to welcome you all to take the DISC assessment with me. Uh, I, I can help you, one, take it, and then two, interpret your results. All right, y'all. I hope that this episode blessed your life. Um, yeah, and I hope that it added so much value to you. Let's drop the beat, and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Prescription for Trauma podcast. We help young black men identify their trauma, forgive, and step into their God-given purpose. I hope this episode added a lot of value to you. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.